1: Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. (laughs) You are tuning into the library with Tim Inico, rapstation.com.
2: Rapper, activist, and sociologist Awkward is, quote, one of the most impactful and globally active hip-hop personalities in the game today, according to Hype Magazine and one of rap and according to rap genius favorite up and comers he joins me to discuss his newest album world view the first ever one hundred percent for charity global hip-hop album sponsored by the dj booth and the morgan stanley uh, foundation awkward thanks for joining me on the library with tim eidenkell on rapstation dot com
0: thank you tim i'm glad to be here and you know it's an honor to be a part of this show um... you know led by the legendary
2: chef t and we definitely appreciate it man um... So you know, first off, uh, I was I was listening to the album and one of the, one of the songs, "Gasland," uh, "Frack Off," which is the first song on a worldview, a worldview. Sorry, uh, Sean Don. So I was wondering, what uh, that as the first song? I mean, was that was that the plan? Like, I mean, like I guess was that purposeful that you wanted this song to be the first track on the album? And then, kind of, what I guess what did you want to gain from that being the first song on the album?
0: Um, good question. Again, you know, I mean, I think you'll find the answer is is not what you would expect. Um, you know, if you take a look at, like, you you look at the fact that I've been working on Worldview for, like, five years, um, and you take a look at, you know, how many songs are on Worldview that's coming out Sunday, February 2nd, through DJ Booth, that's 19, and then you see that there's, you know, in my, um, on my website and, and elsewhere where people have written this whole thing up, you'll see that there's like going to be at least another 20 songs on the bonus disc that, that DJ booth is dropping for free a month, a month after in mm-hmm. March. Um, so that shows you that there is a huge chopping block for the, for the main, you know, the hundred percent for charity, uh, worldview album. And if you take and and you actually go through the songs that you'll see on the bonus disc, a lot of them were already released as worldview singles. Mm. So this for me has been a completely untraditional, um, iterative, iterative process. I've had no, um, management, um, no public relations team, you know, I've done this all by myself. Um, so, you know, I kind of, you know, once I was ready, once all of the songs I knew had to be on there were done, um, I then went through them all and cut it down to the final 19. Um, I wanted it to be 18 or 20, Um but timing-wise and just, you know, we also considered that I wanted it to be available on Amazon in hard copy, and so it had to be under 78 minutes. Okay. Um, there were a lot of thoughts that went into this, but I actually consulted with um, Vinyl Digger from Switzerland who did the full album mix um, in, in helping me to, um, like, to, to track it out, to figure out which, which tracks belonged where. So having said all of that... Um, I think Gasland is a perfect song um, to start off the album because it's a, it's a pressing issue for 2014. Um, it's something that I'm really proud of because my mom was an environmental activist, okay. um, and although you know she passed and didn't get a, a chance to hear me do a song that she would really have close to her heart um, other than the one I made about her, mm-hmm. and she really wanted to see me finish Worldview, it's like kind of in her honor that I finally released this and it's a really like powerful, um, angry in a you know in a bright way kind of song. Like this is meant to empower people to get on the streets and and to, to lobby Congress and things like that. So it's a good kind of um, um, you know uh, symbol for what the whole album does as a whole, mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of a hint at what some of the music is is going to be sounding like um i think it leads into the rest of the album really well
1: kind of bread for you? Think that tax breaks and laugh dances drill for revenue fracking by definition causes fractures and sure yeah that's nothing it's what we know that happens after acid rain radiation ecological disaster now my water's got formaldehyde and hydrochloric acid and they only capture 30 to 50 percent of fracturing fluid leaving the rest of the toxins underground sitting there polluting causing respiratory and neurological damage to us humans so self-abusive vote riot make change solution we gon' frack for freedom we gon' frack for freedom and this award goes to the best frack
2: I want to get more. In, I want to, a little later. I want to get more into some of the tracks on the album. But um, as mentioned on your site Awkwardrap.com com. That's a w k w o r d r a p. dot com. Worldview is available for one hundred percent for charity purchase. So I was a curious, yeah. why did you decide to? Uh, I guess why did you decide to create an album that's just for charity? Um, um and, and also the charity. It, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, the charity. Uh, why, and wh- why? Why did you want all the proceeds to go? for the charity uh, Guns for Cameras.
0: Right. Uh, I actually, um, again, it all kind of happened organically. Um, Worldview, the concept, originally was just going to be a a mixtape I put out with remixes of songs that I had done for a solo album that is no longer even available. Um, And because that was, like, years ago, and for some reason, like, there's really no community like this anymore but my space was huge for artists and like mm-hmm. networking way way more effective i think than than twitter even and um for that purpose um and uh so there were like countless producers and djs contacting me through there asking me for acapellas to remix um and they were coming from all over the world so i ended up holding a remix contest i got like a hundred back you know, cut it down, and a lot of those remixes now appear on one or the other of the two albums. Um, from there, I I thought about, wow, you know, how how amazing is this? The, um, you know, initially I thought I'd get a great diversity of sound um, because things were coming from Malaysia, Malawi, Africa, Mexico, you know, Moldova in the middle of Europe. Like you would think that um, they'd each represent their unique cultures but what they all turned out to represent was the larger universal culture of hip-hop which manifests itself itself on the album it's a universal you know um, it's a universal sound so that really enamored me to like you know the whole like the whole concept of, of a global culture and so then it became my mission to you know to um, to one um, make this album gl- literally global and I achieved that. Um, with 19 countries and um, every continent represented on the album, yeah. and uh, I wanted to do something like that that inherently is so positive for our larger community, for our hip hop community, and make it valuable to the larger community as well. Um, and therefore, you know, that's when I decided to make it for charity. Um, and from that point, which charity? I, you know, I, I wasn't going to go to one that was really well-known just to get, like, more coverage. I wasn't going to, you know, choose the most hot topic at the time. Um, For me, I wanted it to have a personal connection because in the end this is my project that I've been, you know, slaving over for as long as I have. Um, Guns for Cameras was founded by a friend of mine, um, Jesus R, who was shot 22 times at age 22 and survived. Um, And on his hospital bed he experienced this moment with god and decided to rededicate his life to something positive um and he had a film background so what he elected to do was create an organization that went beyond the gun exchange um working to educate and empower kids um through film basically through um through hip-hop and 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 the arts um so he's teaching kids um, instead of aiming to kill, aiming to live. Mm. Um, and Jesus and the organization spokesperson, Ferriman, she toured the country, going to colleges and signing them up, going to teen centers and schools. Um, but we really want to take it to the next level with this album, and all the proceeds going to this organization. We're hoping we can really start to have a more um, hands-on, on-the-ground, um, day-to-day. Interaction um, with And impact on The actual kids In our communities
2: As you mentioned um, The album features Tons of MCs You know And I mean A lot of MCs And a lot of producers MCs like Joel yeah. Ortiz Pace There's like One. 75 rappers On this on the two albums Yeah that's You know There's like Pace One Keras One Slug Bass Air C. Reyes Sebam Sadiq And so much more So when you have when you have a huge, huge, obviously a huge collaboration like this, like one, what is the, I mean, what is the pitch? Like, what do you, how do you, how do you get them on board? And then what is the, I guess, what's the workflow like? I mean, is it everyone in studio together or, or is it just that, that's probably just impossible? So there's a lot of emailing, phone calls. Yeah, I mean,
0: it depends on the situation, you know, with, with producers all over the country and world. Um, there's there's always a ton of emailing um and even like five years ago in certain countries there'd be periods where they didn't have internet and i like couldn't even have contact with them i haven't experienced that in a while but um yeah it's a ton of email back and forth it's like me um getting beats choosing beats like um either sending it to the producer to mix or like my main mix guy trillion um Who's Serbian or from Serbia himself, um, and you know, and then incorporating MCs on songs where there are collaborations, um, and you know, with um, with a lot of those, I was in the studio. Like I, I always recorded with the two songs produced by Harry Fraud. I was in the studio. I recorded um, with Steel Tip Dove in the studio as well as ATG. Um, and, you know, so there were MCs that I recorded with as well, like uh, the Bars and Hook song, you know, everyone was in the studio. Um, but then, you know, other songs, it, as you said, it was just not possible. So, again, it's with the MCs, a lot of emailing back and forth, talking about both the concept for the song, why I wanted them on it, and, you know, I would say more importantly than anything else, pitching them, as you said, like the concept of the album. Like this is really... It's not a pitch It's just the case That you know This is a history Making album No one has ever Done this before Mm -hmm. And it's all Going to charity And so these artists Like you know There were guys Who turned me down But you'd see You'll see the huge list And all of these guys Wanted to be a part of this
2: That's awesome Um, I want to go into Kind of one of the songs On the album Which you know As I said I do like the album a lot um, it's called as for listeners who don't know it's called worldview we're speaking with awkward he's a rapper activist and sociologist just created this 100 percent for charity global hip-hop album uh, one one song on the album that I liked uh, doc was Dr doctor Feaker, uh, featuring guess who doctor
1: Think I need some drugs, All this therapy and still can't go to the club no, All these plastic waifs Spilling their cosmos And they plastic gates Get pissed like vamos Yo. You look like Drake Muchacho cuidado I was just trying to pee it, they had all conservato So if you could yeah.
2: explain like What's the commentary behind this song?
0: Um, well, uh, this is You know, I'm actually Like, guess who is someone who really, um, does not rap a lot He's someone I grew up with, um who, you know, I felt at the time like we had a lot of similarities and even though we're really not in touch anymore I think we probably still do so this was like, you know, before I invited him to be a part of it, for me the concept was, you know, I have a lot of issues, you know <laughs> for me, being like so effective in, in, in the art and then the promoting of the art is like comes second nature to me and it's also like the way that I survive um, I find it you know, the, like living day to day is what's hard for me. Um, and so, you know, having, you know, t- you know, being on all these meds just to like, you know, be, be functional and sane, um, and knowing all of these feelings and experience and having all of these experiences when things weren't going as well, I wanted to express that on a song. Um, and as people said at the time, it was pretty ballsy to do that. I let it all out. Um, and, but I did want to do it in a different type of way I didn't want it to be whiny um, I don't want people to feel sorry for me I want people to relate and also like similar to the concept of rainy days which is on the bonus disc, like it's, it's time to like actually uh, own your own you know um, psychoses or, or whatever to be a tragic personality is one to like sees all of these ridiculous things happening sees their faults and um, you know owns it and um, finds humor in it and um, can actually laugh at it and and so dr. doctor is more like the sarcastic approach to talking about our our messed up lives and you know guess who fit perfectly because um, you know my mom died and then his his dad died like right around the same time and he had a he had a really rough upbringing um, and he's he's absolutely crazy so it like it made a lot of sense um and the song is a lot of fun i mean as i you know i think the listener can tell um from the, the hook and the way we're we're rapping and and of course by the at the end of the song as well which we found this awesome sample um for a. Uh, a voicemail for all types of crazy talk to doctor I think I need some more help i refuse to
1: choose just did kill myself
0: rest of piece, is life is like you choose what
1: you get but
0: i uh, uh, got problems
1: choose how you step uh, uh, to doctor, doctor, doctor set you on the couch cause I got problems stress of the life of mine. Life is life you uh, choose what you get but i uh, got problems choose how you step to uh, doctor toxic you on the couch cause I got problems stress of the life of mine. And I want
2: and then I want to go into the next, so the next, so the next track, Requiem, which is featuring Solstice, Sv, Kazo uh, Black. Um, so I, I kind of approach this this, this song two ways, um, and I want I want to know if I'm right in any of them. Um, so at first I heard the song as these MCs doing like a great job spitting verses from the point of view of a drug. And kind of like explaining to the listener like what happens when, you know, you take a drug going into your veins and stuff like that and then causing addiction, right? But then I thought, then I listened to it again and I was like, wait, but or maybe it's MCs just kind of boasting how good they are. And they're telling the listener, I'm so good, I'm like a drug and I have this addictive quality. And once you hear me spit a verse, you're just going to want to keep listening to me. Which theory is correct? Or, or no, are or any of the theories correct?
0: Um, well, I hope people wanted to keep listening, but the second theory never crossed my mind. <laughs> um, the first theory is correct, um, and it means you were really listening. I think a lot of people missed it because in the reviews when the song came out, like, no one really mentioned it. Um, mm. I think this has never been done before. Like, each of us, um, basically, um, you know, as you said, uh, speak from the perspective of the drug, not the drug user or the environment around it or the people affected by it, but as the drug. Um, and then the hook is, is a lot of fun um, and completely sarcastic again, because um, I, you know, I wanted to make this not a preachy album, not a edu- purely educational album, but a fun, entertaining album, too. That's what music's about. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that... Uh, DJ Booth said it was like, you know, for your next frat party, if you want, um, you know, your your keg party, like anthem with like a dark black blade or some you know something like that and this is the perfect song nice. you, you could get people jumping up and dancing to this not even realizing what they're hearing
2: right definitely yeah what's
1: free a so it seems, you can pay me in hopes and dreams now go and drop them in like a Coke machine. I'm your frat party blow it up your nose my son In your head hearty boring till get drunk let get it started light it smoke it dumb I'm the repquiem shoot it up your vein get numb I'm your frat party blow it up your nose my son In your head, Hardy pour it, tilt your trunk Let's get it started, light it, smoke it dumb I'm the Uh ref, we are shooting up Uh your veins Just call me a pill, I dissolve in your system, right? I'm keeping it real, you need me, I'm your rhythm Like a needle in a vein, on by a fiend he feels the pain Whether I'm going in or going out, you need me to stay sane Look, I'm your dealer's dream, but your neighbor's nightmare I can make you lean while you're standing right there now could you just imagine that I could change your face up like you running for a pageant? Don't try to understand it, The self-inflicted damage. You mad cause you can't bend it, you can't shake me like a habit. See, I'm whiter than a rabbit, I'm greener than your local park. Now roll me up, pass me around, make sure you light a spark. You go from light to dark, they say the face come out at night. You need me just to start and now to take it down, right? I got your back, see I told you not to frown. I'm here to lift you up, I can also take you down. I'm your frat party, blowing up your nose, my son, and your head...
2: Uh, the, the song "Melting Pot," uh, made in America, featuring Sean Don. Um, there was kind of two, I guess, lyrics. I mean, the two two words I guess really spoke out to me was that we, we, was you letting us know that you were white, and then Sean Don letting us know that he was black. And yeah. I was wondering, well, when was this purposeful, and were you guys really kind of was this like a you know a commentary on you know the whole. You know, race versus class Like, what is it? Like, what is You know, what what, What's getting You know, what's getting more You know, what more oppressed Is it, you know Is it race now? Is it class? So I was wondering If you could talk about that song You know, was that purposeful What you guys were doing?
0: Yeah um, We We certainly did it In collaboration In the truest form Um, We Though not physically together um, Did have this concept And um, it was certainly intentional for us to speak as our respective selves, um, you know. And I think you know, Shondon, um did a great job of like, you know, building off of what I started. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I wanted to be completely honest, um, you know, about where I was coming from. And you know, in terms of uh, the the hook, uh, for example, in the name of the song, "Melting Pot," you know, only in America it's, it's, it's again, sarcastic. It's funny that, you know, we call ourselves a melting pot, but it's totally not, you know, and, um, race to me is the, you know, the, the most, the most, uh, significant issue today still. Um, that's a personal theory, um, and opinion, uh, based on, you know, human experience, but also a degree in sociology and, um, and all of that you know however when we study sociology and we really think about our world we we see the the intersection of race and class um, you know they, there are simple things like in the justice system for example where it doesn't matter who you are if you don't have the money you're screwed mm. um, but at the same time it's like uh, you know people, uh, Obama talking about um, women's rights I think without ever mentioning race that was you know not the full story because women do make 77 cents on the dollar um that men make but black women have it even harder Mm. so i talked about what it's like to be me and then sean don's like well this country never wanted me in the first place
1: I know too many things, they scare a lot of people Plus with this white skin, I almost look see-through My teachers in high school used to say I was evil Well all the younger students treated me like a beetle But I didn't ask for this, of you dad, life sucks (laughs) Just to make you mad The movement's got legs now, static play my tracks And pass ain't everything, look where Jay-Z's at If you didn't like me, then get the wavy pass And take a seat of menophen When you catch the whiplash, hate be the new love. I see them, little bastards typing lies with 15 accounts and passwords. You got a lot of hoods, but hiding behind slurs, locked down in the basement at mom's home in the burbs. You lavish with the luxury, ignore anguish and hurt. I chose to bleed for all, sometimes it feels like I'm cursed. The melting pot boils only in America. The one versus 99, lock us up like predators. We didn't ask for this, we didn't have.
2: You know, we discussed on a lot on RapStation.com and on the show, and you don't stop with Chuck D. That obviously commercial radio has done a poor job representing all kinds of rap. I mean, there's just absolutely zero diversity in rap anymore. It's played on the radio, yeah, clearly. Uh, you know, DJs. What you know, there was a time where DJs would actually, they would be proud of you know, you know, breaking records without mm-hmm. you know worrying about what the industry is going to think about it. Uh, and you kind of and, and I feel you you do that you do a great they job. they
0: influence the industry right exactly now it's backwards
2: yeah now and then you do that a lot when uh and you talk about that on you know radio two featuring KRS one yeah um, so I want to like what is what is your solution for that and and or or is it just forget about radio and just you know go with the internet with you know whatever go with with Sirius and you know with um, satellite radio and stuff. Is it just forget about the radio and go to a different path, or do you still think there's hope to kind of break down commercial radio?
0: There's always hope, you know. Um, even if, as a, even if in my personal life, I'm, I'm a pessimist, um, I refuse to be one um, politically and socially, um, or else I wouldn't personally feel the need to live. Um, and the same goes for the hip-hop industry, which is total reflection of the larger society. Um, I think there, there might be ways to do it, but before I even think of those, um, just to answer your question from the perspective of a, an individual artist, what I have done, you know, I know what my appeal is. Um, you know, there's something about Macklemore that made him more appealing, mm-hmm. and I just don't have that. And I'm not ashamed of that. I, you know, I like the style that I have, um, and I wouldn't be comfortable doing the things that he does. Um, and, you know, of course, there's no disrespect to him at all. I think he was very brave, um, even if, you know, to make that Kay Wright song, even if he went out of his way to say he wasn't. Um, it's it's still not what anyone else was doing. Right. Um, so given what I think my place is, and I think should be almost um i'd love the wider exposure as i said earlier i i would i I want there to be greater exposure for this type of music um but in terms of my i don't focus my efforts on trying to get my songs to the major radio i spend my time making sure that chuck d has it um making sure that two dope boys has it um making sure that like my fan list has it um and like activist groups, and you know these community groups, and like real hip hop forever on Facebook with like three hundred thousand people. Like, you know, um, that's my focus. Um, it, in terms of in terms of maybe there being a, a, you know potential for change, it, it, it's it's uh, it's it's a really hard thing because it is the way the whole society and economic system is going. There are fewer and fewer. Companies controlling more and more, um, and and it's cyclical. So they produce crap, we eat it up, we create more crap. They play on that, they, you know. And um, I think the the change probably can't come just within the industry. Uh, there's got to be a, uh, an actual um, cultural desire for change, also, that goes beyond. The people who work for radio and the people who make rap music. Um, you know. That's, that's my fear, but it's not impossible.
1: Really me though,
0: like they really piss with
1: prostitutes. Really slay for I'm serious, it's funny how they really chase them hoes. I rap about it, only spit when I feel it. So feel this. Go to iTunes or steal it. Every 16 I write is real ish that I deal with. Never open up a can of worms unless I can seal it. While most rappers talk ish and hope to conceal it, I say what I mean and just hope that you hear it. Sincere is the type to get high off a of life. While admittedly, I'm often high when I write, I'm the non to 5 MC never lie when I write or rely on simple sights and cast shadows that type cast. out like a volleyball on beaches with Tom Hanks radio DJs still keep awkward with arms like the radio they play the same five songs on the radio. all day and all night long radio. I'd rather listen to the satellite radio on the radio on the radio DJs have no control damn radio. they only play what's in the program radio it ain't the same as it used to be radio on the radio. For 100 years now, radio's been around. In these difficult days, man, it's steady losing ground to iPods, internet, new ways to connect. Make me wanna call up request lines, collect. Frequently I scan frequencies, the freedom of choice, not directed by a program. I choose the voice. We got mass production, subliminal seduction, corporate corruption. Some rather hear nothing. My people say, Doug, and please say something. Then I talk back with percussion. Now the radio's effective if you use it properly It might just affect us if you use it sloppily I know this vicious cycle probably won't stop with me And I think I thought these airways was free Better stock up on CDs, LPs, and MP3s To hear your favorite MCs on the radio, on the radio. They play the same five songs on the radio. All day and all night long On radio I'd rather listen to the satellite radio. On the
0: radio
1: On the radio. DJs have no control, damn radio. They only play what's in the program It ain't the same as it used to be On the program director don't see me something's up his rectum. rectum it must be checks and cash from the big yeah, labels And i ain't hating them i know you gotta make a living but for the sake of our children can't you rappers do something beyond yeah, material commercialism i'm done with ism schism charts and rotations match each and every station whether rap rock hip hop gospel solo blues contemporary indie artists we be singing the blues with no major financial backing airwave artistry is lacking we stay power packed and punch through walls like hawaiian i'm dying inside because the dj decides it's not what the people want it's what you want to feed them Deceive them, mistreat them, beat them down with your whack rhymes Stolen jewels, no love and false crimes. Where'd the light go? I sure wanna know. I hope to find it once again. On the record radio, on the radio. They play the same five songs on the All day and all night long. I'd rather listen to the satellite. On the radio.